0: Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right, he is your God too. And what a mighty God we serve. So family, I am I am in awe to the goodness and the grace of God. So you guys know that I have been... In the process of you know getting this devotional book together, it is officially launched. Not only is it launch family, but we had our Amazon bestseller campaign, and this Thursday we became number one bestseller in Amazon in three, not one, not two, but three categories, family. My heart is just i just kept crying like lord you are amazing you are awesome in all of your ways and i am just ecstatic and i have to come on and share the goodness of god And how he is moving in this season. And I'm just so grateful. So family, if you would like to get your hands on this amazing, powerful move of God. 35 testimonies of phenomenal faith through turbulent times. You just hit that link in the description of this podcast. And family, I promise you, it is going to bless you. These testimonies are out of this world. It's going to touch you in so many different ways and I'm just so grateful to be a part of this project I'm so grateful to be a part of this move of God it's just been amazing and I'm so excited and I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to be with such amazing men and women of God during this project and just the insight and the Gleaning that I was able to receive, the blessing I was able to receive, the counsel, the strength. It is just so much from these men and women, and it's just been amazing, family. So I know this book is going to be powerful. It's going to bring forth breakthrough. It's going to bring forth deliverance. I mean, I don't even want to get into some of these stories, but ah, family, you're in for a treat. Get your hands on this book oh get your hands on this book we're in a we're in pre-order status books will be shipped out starting july 15 so get your hands on it pre-order your book while you can now because you don't want to really miss out on this book it is going to bless your life it is going to bless you in so many ways i got a chance to sit down and read a few of the devotionals and it was like wow oh wow and I, I'm just I'm just blessed and I'm just humbled and I'm actually gonna get back on one day and read mine <laughs> possibly just a snippet of it even though I think I pretty much shared the like throughout the past four years of me podcasting I think I pretty much shared my whole testimony with you guys you know you know being transparent and open you know I wanted you guys to really come and you know, see me, all of me. You know, sometimes you just gotta be vulnerable and, you know, let the people see the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I pretty much think I shared my testimony, but I think just reading it, I think when I saw it and I'm reading it off the page, it's like, I just kept crying like, wow, Lord, you're so amazing that you brought me a mighty long way. And I'm so grateful for the goodness of God when I read my testimony and I read all that I went through. And then when I see myself today, still growing in the Lord, of course, still, you know, becoming, but I'm so grateful at the hand of God in my life because If it had not been for the goodness of the Lord, where would I be? And I can't do nothing but worship him. I can't do nothing but bless him because I've never thought in a million years I would become an author. And I think sometimes we limit ourselves. We don't see what God sees. That's why the Bible says it's not what's seen. For what is seen is temporary. But what is unseen is eternal. God sees the unseen things. He sees the ending from the beginning. He knows who you're going to be before you become it. Isn't that amazing? God knows who we are going to be before we become it. I never thought I was going to be a minister. I never thought I was going to be a podcaster, an entrepreneur. Now here I am today. Not just any author, but a number one bestseller in amazon like that's just that's just that's just god (laughs) that's the only thing i can say that is just god and i never saw myself i never saw myself but god saw me while i was yet in my mother's womb and there's some things family that god see in you that you don't see yet and i just want to encourage you whatever vision whatever god has given you Continue. Press. Step out in faith. Step out in faith and believe that God is on your side. Step out in faith and believe that that plan that he has for you, according to Jeremiah 29 11, that it is good. That it is to give you a future and a hope and an expected end. You know, I had my interview, my live interview on Wednesday And as I was, you know, speaking, the Lord had, you know, reminded me like we go through so much. We go through so much year after year, time after time, pain after pain. But that pain has a purpose. That pain has an assignment. You can't see it now. All you can see is the struggle. You can't see it now. All you see is the tears rolling down your face as you look at yourself in the mirror. You can't see it and all you feel is the brokenness in your heart just beating out of your chest. But your pain has a purpose. Your pain has an assignment. It is to strengthen you. It is to mature you. It is to help you become. You know, when you read Jeremiah and it says, I knew you, I ordained you. But in order for us to become what God ordained, we got we to go through the process We got to go through that shaping. We got to go through that molding. He is the potter. We are the clay. And when you are looking at that, it doesn't look like it's going to be much of anything. But when he is done, that masterpiece, you are a masterpiece. You may not feel like it. It may not look like it. Your situations and your circumstances may not predict it, but you are a masterpiece. And you got to believe by faith that that pain you're going through, sis, has a purpose. That pain you're going through, bro, has an assignment. All I could think about as I look back on my life, all I could see was pain. But God saw a pulpit. God saw a voice crying out in the wilderness. We can't see it. We can't see the forest from the trees because we're in the forest. We're in the valleys of the shadow of death. We can't see it. But I promise you, family, there is beauty for ashes on the other side of that valley. You got to go through and you got to allow God to stretch you and you got to allow God to mold you into who he called while you were yet in your mother's womb. You may not see it. You may look at yourself and you feel inadequate, you don't feel good, you don't you don't you don't think of yourself properly, you don't feel worthy, you don't feel important, but it doesn't take away who you are. You're already her. I never thought that I would have been an author, but it didn't change the fact I was an author even when I was crying myself to sleep. Even when I was in a deep depression. I didn't know I was going to be a minister when I was running in the opposite direction. I didn't want to hear about Christ. Because I was already her. Because God knew what he ordained me to be when I was in my mother's womb. And he knew all that was going to come with it. So family, I want to come and encourage you that God ordained you. He formed you. And he knows what you are going to become. It may not look like it right now. I promise you one year, two years, you're going to be a complete different person. You're going to see a different version of yourself because God knows who he called. And the pain and the tears and the disappointment and the failure and the closed doors is shaping you is molding you, is equipping you for who he called you to become. There's just some things that pain teaches us that joy does not. There's some strength we get going through the valleys of the shadow of death that joy does not give us. There's wisdom that we get when we go through brokenness and failure that joy can't give us. David said it best. I'm glad that I was afflicted, that I may know you. It's in the affliction that you learn. It's in the affliction that you grow. It's in the afflictions that you become. What doesn't kill you make you stronger, make you wiser, make you bolder, make you more confident. So I wanna, I wanna encourage you today. I wanna get you excited because I want you to get excited about your future about the promises that God has given you, what he told you in the secret place, what he told you when you was laying down in your bed, crying yourself. He promised you something. God promised you something and you got to believe by faith that what he promised you is coming to pass, that what he promised you is going to come to the forefront. It shall be made manifest in the mighty name of Jesus, that it will not delay, but it will come. It will come when it's supposed to come. For he has made everything beautiful in its time. You want it to come now. But there's some things that you got to grow through and mature through and learn learn through. That when you get the blessing, you can hold the blessing. Go through, family. Because I promise... Like, I would have never... Like, I'm in awe and I'm trying not to get super emotional. You know, I'm a crybaby, but... I never saw this version. I never saw this version of me. I didn't think I was worthy. I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think what I had to say mattered. Feeling rejected, feeling abandoned, feeling alone. Who wants to hear from little old me? But like I said, I saw pain. God saw a pulpit. He saw a voice that would be willing to be used for his glory. He saw a vessel that would yield to his sovereignty. And family, we got to decide that we're going to either be a vessel of honor or a vessel of dishonor. And we got to stop running from the will and the plan of God for our lives. Because it's bigger than you. This book is going to bless the lives of many. When I say there are authors from London and, you know, California and Arizona, like all over the United States. This is a global project that is going to bless the hearts and the spirit of so many. It's going to lift up so many. God is doing a marvelous thing. And he blessed me to be a part of it. So I want to encourage you that what you may be going through the season that you may be in to know that the pain you feel and the tears that are falling down your face has a purpose that the Bible says that he bottle up your tears in heaven. They have a purpose. Your tears are not insignificant. The struggle is not insignificant. Those late nights is not significant because God knows who you are going to become. He molded you, he shaped you, and he ordained you for such a time as this. The only thing that you must do is kick out that fear, kick out that doubt in your mind that tells you you're not good enough, that you're not worthy, that no one wants to hear from you. God needs needs you to rise up in this season. Whether that is to use your voice, whether that is in singing, whether that is in ministry, whether that is in writing a book, whatever it is, your voice has value. You have value. Your testimony has value and you're going to bring forth breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus in the lives of many And I silence the tormentor right now that would tell you your voice doesn't matter. That your story doesn't matter. I cancel out the assignment of the enemy off your life right now in the name of Jesus. Because your voice, your voice... Your voice is connected to millions and I share that and I say that so many times because I have witnessed as I journeyed with God over the past 10 years that I, your voice has a connection and you just got to get in alignment so that those connections can come together and get God the glory that is due to him. There are many people who are stuck in situations because you won't open your mouth. There's people who are in bondage because you won't write that book. There are people who are in captivity because you won't testify to your story. Your voice matters. Your voice matters. Start that ministry, sis. Write that book, bro. Sing that song, bro whatever it is step out on faith and begin don't worry about who's there for you don't worry about who's going to support you don't worry about who's going to go for the ride God equipped you he will provide everything that you need every person that you need God will provide that ram in the thicket you must believe by faith that God has called you God will equip you and he will give you every single thing you need to be successful, he will surround you with like-minded people that will edify your spirit, that will edify you and uplift you and shop, iron, sharpen iron, sharpen you for the work he has called you to do. You don't have to worry about if you're gonna be alone or if you're gonna be by God, will bring who needs to be at your in your life in this season, He knows how. And he also know how to remove and you got to also allow God to remove the people that are hindering you from walking into your destiny because not everybody can go where God is taking you. Everybody cannot go where God is taking you. And you have to be okay and say, I love you, but I got to keep moving. I love you, but God is calling me to greater. I love you, but God is calling me higher. And if you're not going to encourage, and if you're not going to support, and if you're not going to exalt, and if you're not going to help me get to where God is calling me, then I have to move forward. Because he is doing a new thing and it is springing forth and I shall perceive it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Don't let the voices of the enemy causes you to stop walking into your destiny. Do not let the voice of the enemy stop you from walking into your destiny. Write that book, write and sing that song, start that ministry, start that business. Become, become who God ordained you in your mother's womb. Become, become family. I encourage you in the mighty name of Jesus that you are able to do it. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And he that who has begun a good work is able to perform it. You're not out here by yourself. You won't be doing it by yourself. You got the chief cornerstone on. Oh, Jesus. Hey, shit, kid, you got the chief cornerstone who got your back. You're not doing this by yourself. You got to believe that God is, that God is, that he is, and he will never change. He changes, not he changes, not he don't change his mind. If he promised you it's yours, he don't change his mind. If he said he going to do it, he going to do it. He don't change his mind. People change their mind. People turn their back. People stop doing what they said they was going to do, but we serve a God that changes not. Oh, my my spirit is so stirred because this is this is for somebody who is who is not Oh, Jesus, this is for somebody who the enemy has been tormenting you about what God is not going to do because you haven't seen it come to pass yet. You've been tarrying for a long time, and you've been tarrying and waiting and praying and tarrying and praying and waiting. And it seems like God is not gonna show up. That his promise is not, yay and amen. But I tell you the truth: the devil is a lie, and if God promised it, if God promised it, it shall come to pass, it shall come to pass. As it is written, though it tarry, wait for it. Though it tarry, wait for it. Get in the presence of God and begin to get like Jacob and tell him, I won't leave your presence until you bless me. I won't get off my knees until you bless me. I won't stop praising until you bless me. I won't stop worshiping until you bless me. I believe your word, oh God. I believe that you're faithful. I believe that you're not man, that you should not lie. I believe that your promises are yea and amen. And I come against the enemy And I trample over his head Because you have given me dominion To trample over serpents And I testify to all of hell That the promises of God Shall come to pass in my life You gotta declare and decree The word of the Lord over your life Over the life of your children Over the life of your marriage Over the life of your business You and only you can speak that life. I can say all day, every day, but until you open your mouth and let God speak through you to see the glory of God rise among you. That is all we need to do. The battle is not ours. The battle is God and he is victorious. He is sovereign in all his ways. All we must do is open our mouth. He said. Open thy mouth and I will fill it. Get confident, sis. Get bold, bro. Open your mouth and tell the devil who your father is. Tell the devil who your daddy is. Tell your situation who your daddy is. Tell your circumstances who your daddy is. Tell that affliction in your body who your daddy is. Tell your finances who your daddy is. We 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 talk about how big our situations is, but we never tell our situations situations how big our God is. And this is what we must do in this season because God is looking for a generation. I I love that he said in the Bible when he talked about Caleb and Joshua that they had a different spirit. God is looking for a generation that has a different spirit that believe him at his word in spite of what it looks like in spite of how many enemies are surrounding you. God is looking for a generation that has a different spirit to believe that there is more with me than there are them against me. God is looking for a generation that has a different spirit. And will that be you today? Will that be you today? Will that be your confession? I got a different spirit. I believe, I believe. Hallelujah. Will that be you today? Will that be you today? Because God is real. God is good. God is on the move. God is shifting some stuff. God is aligning some stuff. And all we got to do is get in position and open our mouth and begin to declare and decree the word of the Lord over our situation. All we need to do is sound the alarm and let heaven reign on this earth on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Your victory is already won. Your victory is already won. Your promise is already in heaven on earth as it is in heaven. You just, you got to come in agreement with what is. Agreement is a key. Agreement is a key. And maybe that's what you need. you like, I, I, I got this door, but I can't see. It's not opening. It's not opening. You need a key to open some doors. And there's a, 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 a key and it's called agreement. And when you come in agreement with the word of God, when you come in agreement with the promises that God has promised you without fear and without doubt, that begins to unlock some stuff. He said, if two or more touch and agree on anything, I'm in the midst and they will get it. So when you and the word, hallelujah, come in agreement, that means who is the word in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word became flesh and walk among us and we beheld his glory. So you got to come in agreement with Jesus. When you come in agreement with Jesus, that key unlocks some stuff. Hallelujah. That key unlocks some stuff. So you got to get in agreement with the word. You got to get in alignment with the Holy Spirit and you got to move out the way so God can begin to do what he said he was going to do. Don't worry about how long it's taking. Don't worry about who's participating. Don't worry about what the enemy is speaking. Move out the way. Get in agreement with God. Get in alignment with the Holy Spirit and let God have his way. He is sovereign and he knows the ending from the beginning. He knows how to position you. He knows knows when to position you and put you in front of those doors that no man can shut. That's why no man can shut a door that God opened. You and him came into an agreement. He the key. He said, I am the doorway to the sheep. How can a man close the door when he the door and the key? Hallelujah. How can man close a God given door when Jesus is the door and the key? You came in agreement with the door. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. You came in agreement with the door and that agreement gave you a key. Can't nobody on this earth close that. Can't nobody on this earth close that sis. Get in agreement with the door, get in agreement with Jesus and watch him unlock some stuff for you. Hallelujah. Watch him unlock. So family, I, I as you can see, I, your sister is stirred. I am, I'm marveled at the, the, the goodness of God and the, the, the grace of God that he's, a uh, just allowing me to say, like, I am wild by his magnificence. I'm wild by his glory, his majesty. I'm just in awe. And I just wanted to come and encourage you family because we serve the same God as it is written. He shows no partiality. He don't love one greater than the other. He doesn't love one greater than the other. And what you may be experiencing when you feel a little spiritual jealousy you may feel like God is blessing one over the other or God is looking you over or God is, you know, giving to one and not the other. But the truth is all he need and all he's looking for is for you to come in agreement with him. The minute you come in agreement, you will see those, these doors unlock. You will see these doors unlock. So family, I encourage you to get in agreement with the word, get in agreement with Jesus, get in alignment with the Holy Spirit and then get out his way. Don't worry about when, where, and how. That's his responsibility. Ours is to move when he say move, to do when he say do, to act when he say act. That's our responsibility. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Our responsibility is not when, not where, and not how. Our responsibility is to do when He says, This is the way. Walk ye in it. That is our responsibility. And when we get out of our feelings and when we get out of trying to manipulate God into doing what we want him to do it when we want him to do it and watch him manifest his glory before our eyes is his timetable, not ours. Because he's a good father. He's a good Abba that knows how to give his children good gifts. The Bible says all good gifts comes from above. He knows how to give his children good gifts. And he knows as a good father when to give his children that good gift. When I've stretched you. When I, I matured you. When I strengthened you. When I healed you. Now I can give this to you because I know that you can... Protected. I know that you could be a good steward. Hallelujah. You could be a good steward over this blessing because I stretched you, because I healed you, because I matured you. Now you can be a good steward. But as a good father, I'm not going to give something prematurely to my children if they can't handle it. If you're not mentally or emotionally stable or spiritually ready. We got to let God do what he do best. Be alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end, the first and the last. We got to let God have his way. So family, I am not only encouraged, but I am. I'm super excited. I'm super excited because usually when God moves at this magnitude, like it's not, it's, it's a ripple effect. And you just start hearing so many testimonies globally to the goodness of God and what God is doing in this season. So I want you to not only be encouraged, but get excited for the move of God in your life. Have an expectation, get get. Get antsy Get antsy in your spirit I know, Don't be anxious but get antsy Like oh Jesus what you gonna do <laughs> Get antsy like come on Jesus I know you about to do something Shift your perspective shift your attitude Don't be anxious The bible tells us in Philippians be anxious for nothing But in everything by prayer and supplication Make our request known to God I'm not telling you to be anxious I'm telling you to get antsy For the goodness of God Get giddy Get excited, like, Lord, I know you're about to show up and show out. And then be still and watch the salvation of the Lord. Because he loves you with an everlasting love. And he's a good father who has good gifts for his sons and his daughters. And he has made everything beautiful, beautiful in his time. So I encourage you today, whatever it is that God has told you to do, be obedient, surrender to his will, to his way, to his plan and family know that your pain has a purpose. Know your pain has a purpose and it has an assignment. And God is a God who likes finishing things. Hallelujah. Ah, Jesus said on that cross, it is finished. We don't serve a God that do anything halfway. We serve a God that completes. He said he who has begun a good work is able to complete. Hallelujah. We don't serve a God that does anything halfway. So if God said it, he will do it. He will perform it. He will complete you. He will complete the promise family believe believe God believe him at his word and know that your pain has a purpose and your pain has an assignment that will be accomplished and will be fulfilled in your life. The pain you feel is temporary. He will give you the oil of gladness. Hallelujah. He will give you the oil of gladness for the pain that you're feeling right now. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, but joy comes in the morning. Get excited. Be expectant for God to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask, think, or imagine. Because he is your exceedingly great reward and he loves you he loves you so much family so I encourage you today to get excited about the goodness of God don't look at your such your situation or your circumstance or your pain or whatever it is that you're dealing with right now as it, this is it this is final it's not final it's temporary but it also has a purpose And an assignment that is necessary to conform you not only into the likeness of Jesus, but to conform you to what He ordained. Everything we go through is because God allowed it. He allowed it. And I know that may seem, why would God allow this? He has a greater purpose. We will not understand as it is written. We know in part, there's some things we will never understand, but we must believe by faith that nor depths, nor height, nor principalities, nor powers, nothing past or present will separate us from the love of God. We must believe by faith that all things, all things will work together for the good to them who love the Lord, according to his riches and glory. It has a purpose, sis. That brokenness, it has an assignment, bro. Let God fulfill what he's doing in your life. Let him bring it to maturity. Let him bring it to completion. That you can be who he called you to be. That he can use you in the lives of the people that are connected to you. So that you can be the Moses of your generation. That you could be the Moses in your community, your household, and bring forth deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. I love you with the love of God. And I pray this encouraged you. I pray it excited you. I pray it shifts you into the presence of God and look at your own life and think about the situations that you went through and know that it has a purpose And know that everything that He allowed was to bring you to this point where you are now. And if you're in a state where you're down and out and you're depressed, rejoice and know that this has a purpose, it has a plan, and that there is goodness on the other side. And when you seek the face of God and ask the Holy Spirit to give you understanding, that understanding will shift your perspective. And when you shift your perspective, you're able to see God move in ways that you will have never imagined. But we must shift our perspective. We must get our eyes off of the things that are seen in this natural realm because it's so much more. It's so bigger than what we think. And the pain, the pain. Ah, Paul, Paul, Apostle Paul said it best. For I reckon that this present suffering is not worthy to be compared to the glory that will be revealed in you. The pain you feel can't be compared to what God is going to do in your life. So family, be encouraged and rejoice in the goodness of a good father. Until I talk to you again, family, be blessed and I love you.